Splunk Talk, the only podcast that's all Splunk and no junk. I am your host, Birch. I'm Hal. Hey, Birch. And we're here today, live broadcast from where? We're in Vegas. We're in Las Vegas? Yeah, there's That big, explains the heat. Yeah, it's rather hot. You know what else is hot? All the incredible announcements that just came out. That's pretty good. We are going to cover it's stuff that we heard that. last night at the keynote, stuff that we heard today at the mm-hmm, keynote. Mm-hmm. We're going to... Uh, talk for a bit. We're going to take a little break. We're going to have a special guest come and join us. So let's hop into it. All right. Awesome. How has your conf been so far? It's been great. But before we start, can, before we, start. can we um, have just a, a, just a moment of, of remembrance for Shelly Cornblum? For Shelly? For, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Former uh, chief t-shirt officer. Yes. Great guy. Yes. Um, strange guy. Yeah. Strange guy. I, I heard um, yes. that there was a tragic accident with a t-shirt machine. Um, oh yeah, it was horrifying. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have any Comically details. Comically horrifying. Yeah, I don't have any details other than um, there was dye everywhere um, into orifice. I, I just, I'm not gonna go into details, but um, that's what I heard. I mean, did you hear anything more? I heard he went on a rocket ship out yeah. into outer space. Okay. And that's actually the extent of what I heard. But any rumor is a good rumor on this topic. Okay, great. And we should spread all of them. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, okay, the moment's over. Okay, that was our moment. Let's talk about the show. I, oh, wait, um, how? I have one more moment. Okay. It was in 2019, just over there, mm-hmm. that you and I decided to restart this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so we're back home in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, um, this is kind of like coming back. You know, it's, it's a, it, it repeats, it's a cycle. And this it's, is it's our great Spider-Man cycle. homecoming. Are we going to do the, the thing where I point at you and you point at me? No, 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 not that one. Not like the David. We're both the, the guy in the chair. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I should probably um, mute Slack because right now the, the cloud hecklers are heckling, heckling me, which is appropriate. Well, while you I do that, that, I'll start us off. Last night we had a keynote and we had an incredible party over in the Source Pavilion. Yep, Got yep. to experience a lot of really interesting and compelling stuff. Um, some of the things that I wanted to touch on, big announcement on, on my mind was Gary shared the partnership with Microsoft. Yeah. What does that mean to you, Hal? Well, so we've been doing things with Microsoft in the space, generally speaking, the entire time because Microsoft's a big deal. All of our customers, majority of our customers have huge you know, presence with Microsoft. So in one way it wasn't new, but the new thing was the commitment. So you know, mm. it's a strategic alliance, it's a bi-directional thing. So the announcement was, um, I forget the word exactly, but you know, it was co-development was, was one of the words there. Um, so it, you know, it just show that this is important, not just to us, not just to our customers, but Microsoft as well. Yeah. So it's a recognition, you know, I, it's pretty cool. I, now, there was, obviously there was like the big, the big partnership and being able to get yeah, Splunk yeah. on that marketplace, um, but there was a, a more subtle detail that really caught my eye, and that was the integration. Yeah. Uh, I forget the exact wording, but it was like integration with the Microsoft Office products. And I'm really intrigued in, in how that is going to pan yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any technical details, but I mean, we can imagine where, you know, what would make sense, right? It's, 
well, uh, in order to have digital resilience, you need to have the data in the platform. So, you know, stronger ways to get data into the platform from the Azure suite and the, the Microsoft software. Um, maybe it's going to be working more closely with the Azure uh, services, you know, or, or running on top of Azure. So, a lot to do there. A lot yeah. of amazing things to look forward to. There was a, another announcement that was really... Probably look at the camera now and then. Oh, I just want to look at you and okay. fall deeply no, I appreciate into that your too. eyes. All right. Um, see, Hal and I are used to doing this remotely, so yeah. it's always special it when is, we do yeah. this in person. Because normally where we're like, you know, we're, we're at Zoom, we're looking at the screen, right? Yeah. At the other guy. Anyway, no, I... I noticed there was a little device on mm -hmm. stage that collected mm, yeah. a lot of data. The hub. the hub. Not to be confused with Edge Processor, which was just announced a few moments ago. Right, right. So let's talk about both. Let's talk about Edge Hub. We have, we're doing stuff at the Edge. We're helping people do more things at the Edge. You know, I, that is one of those terms that like, it started getting used, but no one ever defined mm -hmm. it. Is it correct to say that when we talk about pushing things to the edge, we're talking about where the data is actually generated? Yeah. So rather yeah. than centralizing it and doing all the computation there, we're actually able to do things more where it's generated. Yeah, pushing out further some of these capabilities, some of the analytics, some of the decision making, um, obviously you know, better breadth when it comes to getting the data. Yeah. Um, but so, I, I mean, it means not just the data center, you know, expanding out, you know, into, I mean, if you're like a retailer, you know, you've got a whole bunch of locations, that's the edge. If you are, you know, a manufacturer and you've got a bunch of physical plants, that's the edge. So, just, if not, you're not Bono, just the data center. If you're a guitarist, mm -hmm. that's the edge. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, not one of my favorite bassists, but um, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a bassist. Bassist? Oh, okay. Well, uh, the basis of my question yes. is this is now, like, it's an edge hub. So it is something that not only can detect data mm -hmm. on its own, um, but it can, you can plug things into it. You can plug sensors into it as well. Yes. So it's pretty yes. extensive. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a physical piece of hardware. It's a box, right? It's about yay big, smaller than a yeah, paperback book, sort of, kind of, but thicker. And a low power device, it's got sensors in it, it can connect to sensors outside of it. A lot of specific protocols, you know, that matter for, you know, manufacturing and other outside the box, outside the, outside the server rack use cases, I guess would be a good yeah. way to put that. Yeah. You know, like Modbus and MQTT and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So, you know, newer, better ways to get more data. So, um, okay, so but that's Edge Hub. Hub. Yes. Okay, edge so Edge Processor. processor Different, but it is similar in the sense that we're doing more at the edge, doing more at the client um, or between the client and your Splunk environment. So edge processor uh, enables you to do routing, filtering, masking, um, getting data and doing things to it in the stream before you're sending it up to Splunk or so you could, like, to S3. You could also send the data. Remove like, sensitive information from the yep. data before yep. it ever makes it to, you to definitely spot. do that. Mm -hmm. Could you like summer, like let's say you've got, we all have those situations of like, I have high volume, low value data. Yes, yes. And historically we might have like brought that into Splunk and then done like summary index. Search time stuff, so sure. To, yeah. So in the, does this allow you to summarize that? There's things you can do now. Yeah. And then there's things that are coming that'll be enhancements in the language. So let's talk about the language for a second. It's yeah. SPL 2, number 2. Oh, this uses SPL2. It does, it does. So this edge processor is going to be the first of 
many over time where we'll see SPL2 kind of be the language that's, anything you can do in SPL, you can do in SPL2. Oh. Um, you can literally have it run in the same runtime. So we're not going like, to break existing stuff, that's cool. But that's, that's when you're talking about searching. But when you're talking about edge processor, you're writing the pipeline in SPL2. And um, yeah, there's things that you can do uh, that are very similar, that, uh, but also you have a new um, a syntax. So okay. if you know SQL, oh. you can do SQL. You know, like, like select from, order by, yeah. those kinds of paradigms, you can do that additional, you know, kind of identical uh, syntax. And we, uh, we actually just published an episode uh, last week or the week before with an interview all about SPL2. Yeah, I mean, people should go to the Splunk Talk channel on YouTube or wherever you find your podcasts, you know? Yeah. Look for Splunk Talk, one word, that's us. Yeah. Um, anything stand out to you at uh, the keynotes or the event so far? Well, I mean, we had one last night, we had one today, and the one today was about the products that was Tom Casey um, and Min. We got to meet Min, our new CTO. Yes. So, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, we have a new CTO. So first of all, like, that's a big change, you know? That is a change. Um, setting the direction, you know, long-term stuff. Yeah. Um, and she talked to about us about AI. AI. Yes, yeah. that was about AI. Um, I was, um, what was the most notable thing about AI? I mean, the principles are good. So, thinking about, because, um, um, okay, I've, I've noticed, I don't know if you noticed, but people have strong feelings about artificial intelligence. Have you noticed this? I have noticed this. Okay. I'm not sure where this came from. Yeah. Um, I believe it came from the Terminator. Okay, might have come from the Terminator. I mean, that's a, that's a plausible theory. Yes. I, I mean, I like your, your hypothesis where you're going there. Yeah. Um, are there other examples that, that come to mind when you think AI? Uh, I believe your name is one of them in okay. a space-based movie. Oh, yeah, no, I, I have not heard that one before. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, no, like, 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 like HAL 9000, like, like one better than IBM. Yes. Yeah. So, true story, I worked at IBM. I tried to get the email address hal at ibm.com and they would not give it to me. Oh. But I did get hal at us.ibm.com, that's as close as I got. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I did have hal at hp.com, that was, that was actually the, the shortest email address. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty short. Okay, so but, they, Okay, they, so people have sensitivities to yes. this topic. Um, humans, I think humans generally, that's probably sure. a good way to categorize the, the people that, that have sensitivities to this. So, you know, it's... Um, we could talk about it though. I mean, it's, it's like, are we going to replace ourselves with the technology overnight? Oh no, I see this totally I differently. Don't think so. Like there, there are so we have some definitely generative AI things that are totally going to replace us personally. They're going to commoditize certain things, but okay. in the Splunk I'm sphere, not serious all this. Yeah. What, I, what I see this as is this brings us further towards democratizing the value of the platform. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, like a historically with, with software like this, an executive or non-technical user would mm -hmm. normally be more of a consumer. Yep. They may not be creating, but consuming. Right, so right. they're not necessarily creating new searches because there is you know, a They'd little bit of They have to learn complexity. SPL, for example. Right, and so they not may delegate that to someone else. But to be able to trivially speak or, or type in a conversational way a question right, right. to get an answer really democratizes yeah. the value of the investment they've already made. Yeah. So I think that's pretty That goes pretty back to our, um, our old vision and, and, and mission. Making machine data usable, accessible, and valuable to everyone? To, to whom? To, to everyone? Everyone, yes. Everyone. There we go. Yeah. So we're getting there. Getting there. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty intriguing. Yeah. 
she she did a um, a mock up of kind of like you know what what would the vision how would that work out um, yeah and it was pretty compelling um, and it was if you look at at the I think it was a land speed violation you know a notable uh, event which is not new so it was full of things that were not new yeah putting them together more quickly for more people. Right. Nice. I always feel like that's a great way to, to demonstrate something, too. Yeah. Right. Take things you already know yeah. Yeah. so that you can really focus on the novel I mean, if you're a security part. person, you know that if somebody logs in from here and somebody logs in from here, within a, a short amount of time frame, it's not possible for them to be in those two places, then that's questionable. Yeah. So that was you know, the, the emphasis of like, okay, well, let's allow more people to do that thing, to figure out what to do and, I don't know, disable the account. You know, that seems like a good thing yeah. to do. Well, and that, that was almost like a theme through the whole keynote was like, what you mentioned, disable the account, was that the unification, I'll, I'll use the, the, the terms that are being used, mm -hmm. the unification of these products. And I've always been a huge fan of the premise that like the, the, all the different lenses you can get on the same data. So be it IT or security in this context, mm -hmm. um, I'm getting both of that information from the, from the same data. And now we're taking that a step further, you're seeing things like mission control providing right. more unification of, um, hey, I found the land speed violation. So we go, I think the demo might have been, here's AI, here's, you know, you're seeing an ES type notable, right, right. and here do a playbook that's like a SOAR type thing. Yeah, so yeah. bringing bring it all, it all together. together. Yeah. yeah, and again, going back to what I just said, like that's like democratizing Did the value. you just value. reference yourself? I just referenced myself. Okay, it was a callback. I inflated From my like ego. Seconds, seconds ago. ago yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we saw that with Mission Control, mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. think we started to see some of that on the observability There's side, too. a couple too. other announcements, too. I want to make sure that we... Yeah, we, we have up here on we our... We talked about the Microsoft our devices, our, our notes we on We talked there. about the Edge Hub. Yeah. And um, did we talk about federated search for... I was about to ask about that one. Okay. Okay, okay so let me see if I got this right. All right. I have, this right. I have massive pools of data. If you Again, didn't get this I, right... Then I'll be punished. Be afterwards, yes. There will be there will be patty wax. Yes, L Luis is going to have words with you. Okay, so uh, I have massive. This is again high value, high volume, low value data. Maybe I don't want to send it into Splunk. I want to store it in something like an S3. Okay, you and could. yes, and now you know federated search is this. I guess take a step. It's back. like an umbrella, right? An umbrella term for the ability to search data wherever. Yep. Right, so I, I want to search my own managed environment, but I'm in cloud, or I want to search multiple cloud environments, or sure, sure. whatever permutation. environments. I mean, the, there's part of this that is new, you know, going back to the things that, you know, tying to distributed, right? We've distributed. been a distributed system since, yes. uh, what, Splunk 5, I think, yeah, 19 tickety 2. Yeah, 1982, yeah. Since, since 1982, we've been in a yeah. distributed environment. And then Federated Search came on to sort of, um, Layer in, so you know, allow we've, we've got multiple features. We're adding on top of this thing. So you have federated search for this, for this, for this. Now for S3, it's like yes. okay, I've got data that I, I didn't need to keep in my, you know, I didn't need to spend the effort and expense on indexing it. Right. But I did want to retain it just in so case. So this would be like compliance data, right? It could be compliance. It could be you know advanced threat detection, and we're hunting for something, and we need evidence that goes back for 90 days plus. Yes. Who knows? Three years. Well, right. Compliance, yeah, it's usually yeah. like you know, three, five years, whatever. Yeah. So being able to search that data where it sits. And not having to wait for it to come into, not having right. to wait. I mean, yeah, because we've been providing you know, pieces of this along the way, like uh, dynamic data, and I'm, I'm going to forget this. We've got Active Archive. We've got yeah. Self Storage. We've got another one. So 
you know, those, uh, we're, we're, we're giving you features that help you move the data, help, help it, you know, keep an online search, but, you know, it's going to be slow. So it's, it's like, you know, different variants on the theme of greater access to data. I think it's active searchable. Yes. Active archive. Yes, AA. And, uh, SS. what? DDSS. SS, simple. Or SSDD. R2, D2. Okay. So, so, anyway. How about that open telemetry collector TA? So, do you know what open telemetry is? Do they know what open telemetry is? There are people here? Well, I mean, there's people. I see a few people outside. I see a few camera operators. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, open, I mean, telemetry. open telemetry. I mean, it's like an open source project. It's something that, that came out of the... Uh, we had Arjit on the stage talking about the journey of you know signal effects when he uh, was there, you know, work on that and founding that. Um, this is like that. This is where we are now. Open yes. telemetry is kind of like the things that everything is being built on. All the technologies on our observability platform. And so this is a way to send data in, but it can also collect. It's, it does more than just the logs that we've known and been working with customers on for 20 years. By yeah. the way, it's been 20 years. Did, did you get that memo? Happy birthday. Thank you. Wait, no, that's, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, but metrics and traces and these things that observability teams care about in addition to just the logs. Yeah. So, SignalFX is great at kind of integrating in with the code so that when it's time to figure out what went wrong, you can point to it, you know exactly. It was that function call, and that function call is slow, and, it, and it, that started at this check-in, and we know that that check-in happened at such and such time, and oh, hey, why don't we roll that back? So that's the, you know, the SRE life. So the Open Telemetry Collector, or mm -hmm. OTEL Collector, mm -hmm. abbreviated, let me get this straight, this is, Outside of Splunk, this is like its own. It's like the I mean, second. You, you might have grown up with Splunk D and the platform, and you know the the universal and the heavies and the, yeah. the lightweight forwarders there for a minute. But but just in this terms of like, that, this is not that, and this is not this is beyond Splunk. This yeah. I think is the second most like active open source project in existence. In existence? Yeah, like after. I know it's super big on the CNCF. Okay, okay. that's awesome. But, but like, you know, people who might be really very much Splunk admins right. might not appreciate that. It like, might be a world that they just don't appreciate because yeah. they weren't aware. And it had to, That's you fine. know, snap for me this, like, okay, so this is, like, this is happening. With yeah, no, it's a really Splunk. big deal outside of Splunk as well. Yeah. And so Splunk is embracing that. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, we're the largest contributor and the co-founder of the project. project. So, yeah. Yeah. We are definitely embracing that and pushing it forward. And, the, uh, the announcement was of the TA, well, the two announcements, if I recall. Yeah. There was a TA, so yeah. a TA, for, you know, technology add-on for Splunk Enterprise to help you deploy OTEL out to your agents. So you, if you already have deployment servers set up and all you, yeah, right. you can start pushing right. this out. So it's a good bridge to things yeah. you're already doing. That's cool. And then the other one was what? They had two announcements. One was a TA, the other one was zero, zero configuration. Config. Um, and I believe it was for a couple of different language runtimes. Yeah. So, so it auto-detect what's there and instrument the collection of that data. Yeah. That sounds like magic and wizardry. I think it is actually magic and wizardry. Yeah. And there was a lot of other stuff. They, they talked about, um, you know, um, RUM and the threat intelligence platforms and, you know. But, 
you know, sometimes things seem too good to be true. Okay. And, and here's another detail of this that oh, seems too good to be true, which is that the hotel collector does, is, again, it's not Splunk specific. Mm -hmm. So this is a collector that anyone can go and, and grab from the public mm -hmm. and use and send the data where? Wherever they want. It doesn't have to go to Splunk. Mm -hmm. So if someone is, you know, every now and then you come across people who are like, oh, we don't want to be, you know, integrated with any company's proprietary agent. Okay, sure, sure. This could be a really compelling option yeah. because it is an open source project and it can send to Splunk or it can send to, you know, S3 and do a federated search or what, whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it gives a lot more flexibility and I, I just, it's, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make sure that I, um, I called out a couple of people. Call them out? Okay. You're um, going to do shout outs, as yeah, the kids say? I, I did want to shout out to, uh, to Nick Wheeler, Ted Hellman. Um, who else? We've got a lot, of, a lot of cloud hecklers out there that are um, they're excited and passionate. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, um, what are our company values? Our company values? Yeah. Passionate, innovative, disruptive, open, and fun. Yeah. That's what they are. They are. So appreciate them. Yes. In fact, uh, at least one of those names was just made an honorary Splunk Trust really? member, Ted. Oh, that's awesome. So last night, as part of the uh, soiree in the pavilion, mm -hmm. we got to see the, this year's Splunk Trust inductees. And so a lot of really great uh, people are returning for this year uh, as Splunk Trust members. I forget the numbers. Uh, I want to say couple, like 71 in total, wow. something like that. Wow. Uh, with like 27 new, I'm just you know roughly guessing uh, uh, what, what Jason had relayed to us. Yeah. But yeah, uh, super appreciate the Splunk trustees. Yes. Um, the Fez, that's where the Fez comes from. That's, that's where the about. Fez comes from. Um, so what's next? Well, uh, in a bit, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to have a special guest come out and talk with us about some emerging technologies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then uh, later on, after that, we have, um, you and I are doing another broadcast on Thursday yeah, to yeah. close this out. But at the I show floor, what are, what are people that are do, you know, here now, what are they doing? Oh, I thought you meant just about me. What's going on with me? Well, I mean, you know, what are you going to have for lunch? Yes. You want to go out for lunch later? Oh, we'll, we'll get some, some lunch. Okay, we can yeah. do that. Um, no, I mean, we're, we're at Conf. We're at Conf. Um, there's a lot of fun activities here. Um, we're going to be you know, partaking in them. But some of them, we were going to push them out. To, to, to everyone at home. Yes. Um, there, there's stages and marketing's got but a plan. some of them we won't. Some of them we won't. Like what? Oh, workshops. Workshops, and that's mm. a new thing this year. Mm. So a so lot you gotta, of, you gotta show not hands-on labs, but, but 90 minute workshops yeah, where it's like we, a it's like you've session got, and hands-on melded yeah. into one. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, well, we do workshops in the field though. Yes. So, you know, we can take some of these things to customers directly. So I would say, ask your sales engineer for a workshop. That's not going to go over well. They're going to they're going to blame me for that later. Yes. Yeah. They will shake fists at you. That's okay. Yeah. But I I I, I you know giveth and, and taketh away. and taketh away. Are there any particular talks that you're um, excited or looking forward to or want to highlight that people uh, check out if anyone's on site or if they want to catch this later and catch the recordings? Um, edge processor. I've edge been, processor. I've just been spending so much time with with the teams building that. I'm super proud of what they've done. Faya was on stage earlier highlighting some of those uh, innovations, but you know, from Yogesh and Abbas, and 
dozens of people in engineering um, and marketing that are so involved with this, um, and I don't want to start naming names because then I'll miss one, it'll be like, crap. But, <laughs> so I'm not going to try any more of that, but super appreciate everything they've done. Edge processor, um, the Federated Search stuff, so I'm really that's, excited yeah. to see how that's going to pan out and you know, like help customers do kind of new things you know, that they've not really, you know, it didn't make sense before. So yeah, those are some of the ones I'm looking at. What about you? I'm, I'm also interested in stuff around um, observability. And the cloud monitoring console, mm -hmm. because as a former admin, I lived in the monitoring console and being able to understand what's healthy, whose searches are maybe being, being skipped, and I want to partner with them mm -hmm. to help make some improvements, that type of stuff. So I, I want to see the, the newness coming out in the CMC. Yeah. What do you got in your mind? Okay, I got two other things. <laughs> The developer experience this is Ooh. something that, that's, that I'm seeing come out in different ways from different areas of our product portfolio. The one that I'm most excited about right now is the ability to take um, what you can do in Splunk and put it elsewhere, so in VS Code. Um, there's been oh. an extension for VS Code in the VS Code marketplace for some time. Um, and a uh, buddy of mine, Jason Conger, built that, uh, and it's, it's great. Now that we're going to show a preview, uh, there's a beta program for this that, that customers can join later um, to experience SPL2, searching against your data inside of VS Code in a notebook interface, no less. So actually kind of getting you know, inspired by Jupyter Notebooks. Um, it's really cool. Oh, so that means like new the, way. the people that have like their their notebooks with like, oh, I have like a text file where I have like notes on what I was investigating. You've got markdown and notes, then search you know, snippets nice and formatted, and then the code blocks in between it. So it's like a block interface, you know, so markdown code, markdown code, and that code is SPL2. And is it, so Any it's just code printed there? Show in line. So you get a nice fancy table or It will run the search there. directly in the yeah. notebook? Oh, yeah. Oh, that it's is pretty cool. sick. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's a repo on GitHub right now. I think it released like you know, today type of thing. Um, so there's workshops that'll be helping people to do that, but you'll be able to, do, you'll be able to take that and, and play with it. Like, That's cool. Yeah, so it's, it's good stuff. Um, there was a second one. That's one. That's the one. The second one, I don't remember what it was. You don't remember what it was? No, I, put, I put up two fingers in hoping that I would remember what it was later, but it didn't work. Okay. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> so um, on the observable, oh, by the way, Ingest actions. Yes, I'm familiar with it. Would you describe ingest actions, please? Sure. Okay. Since you're familiar with it. So, if you understand Splunk Enterprise or Enterprise Cloud, you'll know that the there's an indexing pipeline. Okay. Yes. And the data goes through the pipeline, and there's there's multiple stages, and I'm gonna mix them up. We've got you know uh, regex and typing and parsing. Um, there's a handful of them there. Ingest actions sits in there. Okay. And it's giving you easier access to do things in there, plus there's an additional pipeline that they added for routing. So basically, if you wanted to do something with um, uh, you know, additional, like masking, okay? Yeah. And we talked about PIM masking before. In order to do something at index time, that's pretty highly sensitive. Like you have to be very careful in how you deploy that, and there's a lot of care. We're making that easier. Oh. So you have the ability to, there's also some additional capabilities that you can do this on data that's already been cooked, which was very difficult and had a lot of mm. caveats before, so we're yeah. making it a little bit easier to work with that data, even if it you know, was on a heavy forwarder and, and it's been already been processed. You can open that back up, modify that data, so you know, at index time or right before index time, 
And uh, there's also a routing pipeline, so you can route that data out to S3 as well. So, so a lot more flexibility in terms of how you, like the data that you bring in and mm -hmm. sensitivity, it's kind of like what we were talking about with Edge Processor, huh? Yeah, yeah. And okay. there's a user interface for this. Oh. Um, and it's you know, uh, something you would do either at an intermediate folder or on your indexers uh, in Splunk Enterprise or Cloud. Very cool. Um, okay, so hopping back to, you know, look, we're on site. Come see me at the booth in, you know. And, and this is like the first of our kind of classic comps in a while, right? Because we've, we had a lot of virtual to, ones, we had some oh, hybrid okay. ones. So this one is, the yes, spirit is, is here. And, you know, one of the things that I, I forgot that's so great about being here on site is not just the conversation and collaboration you have with all these people, um, the booths and coming, you know, going to all the booths? different booths. 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 And the booths. Okay. <laughs> booths and booths. Um, but even like the user research. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I see people handing out, uh, do this QR code, you can do like a user research study. Sure, sure. Where you as a user get to play with, you know, different product things that may or may not be released yet sure, sure. and give feedback on it. And that was stuff that is possible, but is, it's very different, you know, having, having that physical, like yeah, you yeah. there doing that research. Yeah, with I mean, person. it's like, um, it's extending the reach of, of our engineering and, and uh, product organization out, right? Yeah. So, you know, how can we hear from you better? So we're trying to scale that up. Um, those are opportunities that are hard to come by. Yeah. Um, and we do want to hear from you, so. Very cool. Not, not you, them. Yeah. Oh yeah, them. Yeah. Um, okay. So you know, in terms of wrapping up, mm -hmm. uh, we've got some some great talks going on here. St some of the breakout sessions are going to be made available uh, online in some time after Conf. Yes. But the workshops, the sometime between three and seventy-two days. <laughs> seventy-two days. Okay. Um, you know, there are a lot of really great things happening on site that will not be available after. Some really great experiences and conversations as well. But the breakout sessions, I mean, I'm sorry, the workshops, yeah. we're going to get those out some way or another. So anything that you find interesting, anything you see on the comp schedule, yeah. um, challenge us, ask us, give us feedback, tell us what you want. Um, what you really, really want. What you really, really want. Why, why didn't some not, I, I don't know, maybe it was the motion, I was thinking, shake it off. But that wasn't. No, it's not. So that was really, a Spice really Girls weird. reference, not Taylor yeah, no, Swift. No, I no, I know that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, duh. Duh. Um, okay. Uh, we've got. In terms of wrapping up. Yes, we've got broadcasts that continue here on conf.splunk.com. Uh, we've got a, another session after a brief break here. Don't hang out with the big data beard as well. Yes, uh, we're going to have a special guest join us in a few minutes. So stay tuned, and enjoy conf. Thank you. Thank you. Do we say cut? Or do they say cut?